0: welcome to the siren thriving podcast inspiring you to own your years and thrive for life a place where we think money helps you become more of who you already are the sunlight to your seed
1: All right, everyone, welcome to Financial Fitness with Siren and Sasha, where we help absolute beginner investors like you get started on your journey to financial freedom by making investing accessible through digestible, organized, and action-oriented content. I'd like to welcome my amazing co-host, none other than Sasha. Welcome, Sasha. Hi, everyone. So in the last episode, we learned what inflation is, what causes it, how was it measured and how was it managed? So it's pretty clear how inflation affects you, but could you really drive that home for us by walking us through the very personal ways that inflation can affect you?
0: Yeah, through inflation, the government is confiscating your wealth, your hard-earned money, money you earn by trading your time and energy. It has value to you because that was your time your energy that you will never get back the most scarce resource mm-hmm. one way that's happening is the money you saved from being compensated for your time and energy is becoming worthless it can purchase less things
1: mm-hmm. that
0: you want so your purchasing power is going down the other way is inflation is a form of a tax mm-hmm. you you may say how is it a tax they didn't pass a new tax bill to increase my tax. But there's already an existing tax bill that says once you reach a higher income level, you're in a different bracket and you pay higher tax. Inflation creeps into wages and everybody starts asking for more in terms of wages to keep up with inflation because people are generally not happy, they can't buy as much as they used, they feel poorer and they are. So what happens is you ask for a higher wage So does the next person and everybody around, all the wages go up. It becomes an endless spiral, which is really bad. So through inflation, the government slowly pushes everybody into higher brackets over time. And you pay a bigger portion of your income to tax. So you are being taxed without new legislation because they don't need to pass new legislation. The existing legislation already taxes you.
1: So that brings us to the quote that you mentioned in the last episode, that inflation is taxation without legislation. That is what actually happens. Not only does inflation affect you because that same money that you have has less buying power, it also inflates the prices of the things you need. And even if your wages go higher, it pushes you into a higher tax bracket where even more of your money is taken. Wow, that is a triple punch in the face.
0: So think about it. Even if you by getting a higher wage, you're staying at a baseline where you can now purchase just as many things as you could have before your wage went up, before inflation happened, right? Mm -hmm. But now a bigger portion of your salary is going to the government over time. So even if you were to keep up with inflation, there's this back end that you're going to lose on which is Mm -hmm. called higher tax bracket.
1: So inflation is so important to understand for anybody. And I think a huge motivator if you want to invest, which if you understand inflation, you should. So I think another way that we can understand inflation is the extreme version of it, which is hyperinflation. Could you tell us about that?
0: Yeah, so hyperinflation is really high inflation that happens quickly. So think about a fifty percent inflation uh, year where in two years basically your money is worthless.
1: Okay, so that is the definition of hyperinflation. Could you give us some examples in history where it has happened?
0: Yeah, so hyperinflation has happened in a lot of countries around the world throughout the history, especially if it's a fiat currency. It happens in South America quite often. It's happened in Turkey. It's currently happening in Lebanon. Often it happens in places that are experiencing civil unrest or turmoil or or war, or just really irresponsible monetary or fiscal policies from their governments.
1: So you said inflation has often happened where money is fiat money. And I just want to remind our listeners that fiat money is money that is backed by the government, which allows for printing, which, as we learned, is one of the traits that disqualifies money as good money. So I just wanted to keep that in mind. And Sasha, you have a very personal experience with hyperinflation. Would you be willing to share with us that experience?
0: Of course, when I was 10 years old growing up in Bosnia, I experienced hyperinflation. And this is what hyperinflation looks like in real life. You get paid on Friday, you take your whole paycheck and you go buy everything you would want for that next two weeks. By tomorrow, your money only buys you half as much stuff. By the end of the week, your whole paycheck buys you a pack of gum. That's hyperinflation. I remember vividly on the news, the news anchors showing the new bills. So a country that's experiencing hyperinflation will just start adding zeros. A hundred dollar bill next week, will you'll need a thousand dollar bill to buy the same amount of stuff. And then the next week you'll need a $10,000 bill to buy the same amount of stuff. So you just have to keep adding zeros. And pretty soon you're dealing with bills in billions. So you'll be taking billions of whatever currency to buy a pack of gum. Oh my
1: so god! So
0: if you had any money at all, you just have to go spend it immediately. Or you buy another currency that's more stable. So another currency at the time, I remember the German Deutschmark was a strong currency or the US dollars. So my dad would take his paycheck that he just got that day and he would go and buy foreign currencies to store the wealth because the wealth could not be stored in the currency of our country. You could go buy as many groceries as you want, but you don't want to spend all your money on your on groceries that particular day because food spoils. So in order to preserve some of your purchasing power and the money you earned at work, you have to convert it in something that will store value Against that
1: inflation. So this was in the 90s, correct?
0: Yeah, in the early 90s as the turmoil in in, uh, former Yugoslavia started.
1: And I just got the numbers for that. In 1994, the highest monthly inflation rate in former Yugoslavia was 13 million percent. And prices would double every 1.4 days. That is so unfathomable to me. And I just, I really, I'm, I'm emotional thinking about it because it's you, of course, but this happens all over the world. And that was in the nineties. There's periods in history before that. And there's periods in history after that. And currently, and we just don't think it can happen to us. We don't think it can happen if society seems stable or if it's so-called a developed country. I want to give a couple more numbers. Zimbabwe, in 2008, their highest monthly inflation was 79 billion, billion600 million percent Prices were doubling every 24 hours. In the Bank of Zimbabwe, they would trade 50 million of their currency for $1.20 U.S., it's just, this is incredible. So Lebanon's inflation rate right now is 84%. Turkey's inflation rate right now, as of 2021 is about 20%. Oh my God. And Venezuela's inflation rate right now is 5,500%. I guess this episode is going to be a little emotional y'all because we're talking about investing and because it's money, I know that there can be a lot of shallowness associated with it, but this is people's well-being and their health and their life. So it's really important to Sasha and I that we do our best to help people as much as we can to understand these concepts because they are very important and can help you and help others. So let's keep listening on.
0: I do want to hint at there is a way to opt out of this inflationary fiat system. And it's called cryptocurrencies. And it may not be as valuable to Westerners to experience low levels of inflation relatively, but it is a lifeline to people in war-torn countries that are experiencing insane hyperinflation and they don't have access to foreign currencies. When they go down to their bank, they can't trade their currency for dollars or euros or whatever stable currency there is. And their only lifeline is a decentralized permissionless system of the internet, which is cryptocurrencies. And we'll get into that at a future episode.
1: Yeah, thank you for making that tie. We will definitely be doing an entire series on cryptocurrency. And I'm so thankful to hear very personally and very precisely why you are so passionate about investing and crypto in crypto in particular.
0: So, inflation that people in Venezuela and Lebanon and Turkey are experiencing right now is hyperinflation. What we are experiencing is its little cousin, much more slow moving version of it. Mm -hmm. So if from our examples, you can understand how dire inflation of 50% or higher is. I want our listeners to understand that It is very similar.
1: So if your country is 10%, then you're just five years away from that. So we've established how not only inflation affects us here in the West, and then understanding extreme examples around the world, not just in our past, but in our current times. So let's bring it back home. Are there any other ways that we could explain how inflation affects us? There's a
0: cause and effect of inflation, which is once inflation gets high enough, the government will raise interest rates and crash the economy. So you should be prepared for inevitable raise in interest rates. They've already started going up. We were at zero for the longest time, which exacerbated this problem. And now the economy is heating up and we're well over the 2% that the Federal Reserve tries to keep it at. They are raising interest rates and they will continue to do so until the economy and inflation calms down. Now they will say we have it under control when it's back down to four or three percent or two. But please remember that they're understating it and you can keep your own index of, how, of the things you want to buy. Inflation is very personal. Do you want to buy a house? Do you want to buy assets, stocks or crypto? then that is the basket of your goods or assets that you want to purchase. How much Mm -hmm. are those going up in price? If you look at the stock market for the last 10 years, then stock market has inflated on average 15%. So if you want to purchase assets so you can retire, then the cost of your retirement in form of stocks is being inflated at 15% a year. So it's becoming 15% more expensive every year for you to purchase your retirement.
1: Okay, let's really hone that in. So in the previous episode, we explained that inflation is measured via the Consumer Price Index, which is the government taking thousands of products and services across different regions in the country. And that may make us feel disconnected from the inflation rate. So what you're saying is we should also consider uh, our own very personal basket of goods and services that we need Uh to really see how inflation affects you. As, As Sasha explained, if you want retirement, but you haven't started investing in that, it will cost more as time goes on. If you're interested in buying a house, the prices of that will likely go up as time goes on. And then anything else that you education, healthcare, anything else you personally buy or personally need, that is your own basket of goods that will be your personal rate of inflation.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. So another way you can see inflation in your everyday life is maybe the price of a good or service doesn't go up, but the quantity or the quality of the thing you're purchasing declines. A couple examples I would like to use is where the quantity is smaller is also known as shrinkflation, where the package of the good you're buying is shrinking, even though the price is staying the same. So let's say you're buying paper towels of Costco and it used to come in whatever package of eight. Now you, you buy the same paper towel that comes in a bundle, but now it's only six rolls, mm. but the price is the same. And one of my uh, favorite examples to to use is airline travel. This is something the government looks at when they calculate the basket for the consumer price index, but they don't consider the quality you're getting. Now that we're paying for a bag that we didn't use to, right, that price has gone up, but they're not accounting for the charge in baggage, where it can be as much as 25 to 30% of the airfare to check your bag. And then the Mm. service you're getting on the airplane, where you're getting food or drinks, or how much legroom you have, how comfortable your your seat is. It is hilarious how that quality has declined over the years, even though prices have stayed relatively the same. I I very recently saw an image of a 1960s airplane, and how much room they had. Every seat on the plane was a first class seat. They had a table between passengers. Now we're crammed like sardines.
1: Oh man, that is so sneaky. If you really think about it, a lot of the examples we gave were big things like housing and education, but just the products that we buy that we need every single day, it, it may be happening slowly that I have noticed the quality of some things go down. Okay, so we've covered... Inflation, how it affects us personally, its history with hyperinflation around the world, how it also manifests via lesser quality or quantity of products and services we use. Basically, we've established inflation is bad, which brings us to our final topic What can we do about it, Sasha?
0: Bury your head in sand and hope it goes away. (laughs) Well, there's only one solution to inflation. And every wealthy individual already does this because they've amassed wealth. And either they know it themselves through knowledge that helped them gain the wealth, or they have people they hire that are knowledgeable about investing and inflation To help them protect their wealth and often wealthy people create trusts for their children that is administered and ran by people who understand investing to protect the wealth for the future generations from inflation so what do all these people do they invest because assets get automatically repriced with inflation and the two assets that are best at preserving value and hedging against inflation are real estate and stocks. So if you look at a bunch of assets you could have invested in during the last 1,500 years, Mm -hmm. real estate and stocks perform best during periods of high inflation. Mm. Overall, they do, but especially during inflationary periods, like we're experiencing now, real estate and stocks will do well. Mm -hmm. Much better than actually gold. Gold tends to be flat or has been in the last 20, 30 years.
1: Flat meaning it is not increasing in value.
0: Barely. Arguably for the last 20 years, best assets you could have invested in were real estate and and stocks. Arguably in the last 13 years, cryptocurrency would have been the best asset to invest.
1: That should entice you to listen to our upcoming cryptocurrency series. Okay, great. So the short answer to what can we do about it is invest. Could you walk us through some examples of exactly how investing can combat inflation?
0: Sure. So right now, let's say for the last 10 years, the S&P 500 has returned 15% on average. And we know that inflation is 6% this last month. Let's take government at their face value and say it's 6%. If I've convinced you at all, it's slightly higher. So I I think in the last episode, I said BlackRock controls $1 trillion. It's actually $10 trillion. And they give their employees closer to a 10% raise for the last year Wow! to adjust for inflation. So let's go with inflation is 10% based on a couple of data points. If the... Stock market on average returns 15% and inflation is 10. Your money would have lost 10% anyways, but at least you have 15% more dollars. So you will be net positive 5%.
1: Okay. So that's just math. If you're investing and your return is either the same or higher than inflation, then you are keeping up with or staying ahead of it. I thought the main takeaway about understanding inflation was to simply understand and accept that it exists in order to motivate us to invest. But now I'm starting to see that it's also important to understand it so you could take advantage of it as an investor. Could you walk us through how we can do that exactly?
0: So as we just said, assets automatically adjust for inflation. So one asset a person may have is real estate, a home. So if you have a home and it's appreciated because of inflation, where now you have a lot more equity in your house because your home value is up 20%, let's say. So if you had a $500,000 home and it's appreciated 20%, now your home is worth $600,000, right? Mm. Automatically adjusted. You can now refinance your home and take out that appreciated value of $100,000 as equity. You can use that money. You will pay only about 2% interest on it right now because interest rates are really low. But as we talked about, you can make more than 2% in a lot of different assets. And since there's inflation, other assets are adjusting to the inflation automatically. So, investing it in other assets that will appreciate, you will gain. So, if inflation continues to be, let's say, 10%, you are going to gain net 8% on your 100,000. How does that work? Well, you take your 100,000, you're going to pay 2% interest on it. Cool. You're going to pay $2,000. So, you take your 100,000 that you borrowed and you invest it and you make 10%. You take the gains of your 10%, which is $10,000. You pay the $2,000 interest payment, and you're still left with $8,000 in positive cash flow.
1: So you are leveraging your debt, which as we learned last episode, inflation benefits those in debt because the house appreciated in value but the debt of what you originally borrowed stays the same.
0: Yeah, this is a leveraging debt and also expecting a higher rate of return because we're in a high inflationary environment. Mm-hmm. So whatever assets you invest in are likely to appreciate mm-hmm. more than they generally would. Mm -hmm. especially real estate, equities, and cryptocurrencies. So
1: we're speaking in the timeframe of one year. We know that interest compounds, but so does gains, correct?
0: Yeah, as long as your gains are greater than the interest you're paying on the borrowed money, and as long as they are greater than the inflation. Mm -hmm. Arguably, you can say that the inflation of the assets is helping your gains relative to the debt interest. Mm -hmm. And the total amount you need to pay back is going to be easier for you to pay back in the future. It's going to be worth less.
1: Okay, so now we know how inflation affects us personally, why it's so important to understand what it is, how we can combat it as investors, and not only that, but use inflation to our benefit. So thank you so much again, Sasha. Is there anything else you want to add?
0: Sure, I have a few fun quotes about inflation I would like to read. This quote is from Sam Uwig. Inflation is when you pay $15 for the $10 haircut you used to get for $5 when you had hair. <laughs> this from a bald man. And here is another quote from Frederick Hike. I do not think it is an exaggeration to say History is largely a history of inflation, usually inflation engineered by governments for the gain of governments.
1: Wow. Well, that sums it up nicely.
0: And finally, from Benita Van inflation takes from the ignorant and gives to the well-informed.
1: That one is going to be my favorite. Well, thank you so much, Sasha, for keeping us well-informed. And thank you, listeners.
0: Well, thank you and happy to inform everyone and may the power of compound interest be with you.
1: All right. So here are the absolute key takeaways that you should have gotten from this episode. Firstly, the very personal ways that inflation can affect you. Well, you trade your precious time and energy for money. So if that money gets devalued, then your time and energy get devalued. Inflation is a form of tax. You may have heard the quote, taxation without legislation. Because even though your wages go up, this pushes you into a higher tax bracket and you will eventually pay a higher tax on the money you earn. We also learn about hyperinflation being the extreme version of inflation. It's happened throughout history and it is happening now. Most importantly, understand that here in the West, that low inflation we are experiencing is simply a slower version of hyperinflation, so we should be concerned. We also learned about other very sneaky forms of inflation where the quantity or quality of goods and services we buy are reduced. Inflation is very personal. We learned in the previous episode that we measure inflation through the consumer price index, but we each have our own personal basket of goods. And finally, we learned, then what can we do about inflation? Well, invest, 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 invest. Invest in assets because they automatically adjust for inflation we discussed stocks, real estate, and cryptocurrency. And in addition to investing, we can also leverage our debt. And we walked you through an example of how exactly to do that. So in conclusion, you should know these three things about inflation. Number one, understand how it affects you so that you can invest to combat it and protect your wealth. Number two, you should understand how inflation works so that you can leverage debt and grow your wealth. And number three, you should understand economics, such as an inflationary environment so that you can become a better investor. So here's your actionable item. Write down your own personal basket of goods. What are the primary things you need or want to buy? And then look at the wages and salary of the jobs you have done or plan to do. Note the amounts of those items or wages 20 years ago, 10 years ago, and compare them to today. So when we say inflation is personal, make it so. Find out how it affects you and your life to motivate you to start investing now. All right, Thrivers, if you are interested in more free content or you want to support the podcast, please visit sirenthriving.com.